Hello, hello, it's your guy Hans, joined as always by my friend of 25 years, actor extraordinaire, the GCJ himself, the SSA of champion of the world, Mr. J.P. Wool. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> that that intro never gets old. I feel like I'm going to have that said at my funeral someday. Oh, this, I'm going to have you be, give the eulogy. If I live that long. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Um, yeah. I'm good though, man. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, just finished moving this week, and it's hot than hell in LA. So I'm so glad to be over with that. Uh, how- <clears throat> yeah, that's one of the best feelings in the world being done moving. Uh, the best. So satisfying. Oh Incredibly satisfying. Yeah, I'm doing well. I'm really excited to. Uh, I mean, our feature presentation today is Tango and Cash. Which I have many thoughts. Which you, I forget, had you seen this movie before? No, I hadn't. I I always put it in that category because I'm dumb and this is how my brain works. It's like Tango and Cash, Turner and Hooch, like any type of and two names and I just put them all in the same bullshit category. Sure, sure. I I just didn't know anything about this and wow. We'll get to it, but so many Incredible. Mm-hmm. First off, what'd you watch this week? What do you, what'd you get into? You know, I didn't get to watch a whole ton. I did watch. Um, I, I'm still catching up on the boys, which I love. It's Where are you so at? Good. Um, episode four, right? Season now. one. So I two. think I'm uh, uh, two. So okay, I'm, I think I'm one one or two behind. I think. Yeah, so I'm still seven, playing catch up. Episode seven just came out today, and I watched it and. No one I know is caught up, and I want to talk about it so bad. Hopefully, I can catch up this weekend or early next week when I'm my schedule is not all moving stuff again. So we'll definitely discuss. Oh, oh. please, because I have so much. I, I, I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to take away yeah. the joy I felt, but it's something. And I didn't, I mean, it's technically not a movie or a TV show, but something huge dropped yesterday, which is the trailer for the new Borat movie. That oh, he made. yeah. Yeah, he made completely in secret without anybody. And the trailer, oh my God. It looks yeah. ridiculous and fun. I, I knew this was coming, and I was like, is this going to work? Like, the first one, I mean, I know... He's like a genius and he's hilarious. Mm-hmm. But that last one was just lightning in a bottle, like so perfect. No one, no one knew that character. No one knew anything about it. Mm-hmm. Like, is he going to be able to sneak up on people like that again? And uh, that trailer mm-hmm. put a lot of that concern to, to bed because <laughs> he definitely still <laughs> can. And yeah, I, I'm very much looking forward to that. I can't wait. I, I can't guess wait. the premise is like he's trying to. Uh, give his daughter to uh, Pence to marry. Like, that's that's his goal. <laughs> this time. So it's his that's journey. That's amazing. That. Yeah. That's amazing. And his, and his daughter's name is, like, Sarah Jessica Parker. Yes. Like yeah. something. <laughs> I don't know much about her, but she was funny in the, in the trailer. So I'm looking forward yeah. to seeing those two interact. That should be fun. Oh, definitely. Um, what about you? What'd you watch? 
Yeah, so I, I did watch The Boys today, and I, I won't say anything more because if I keep talking about it, I'll spoil something, and that's not okay. Uh, I just I just finished The Expanse, uh, Ooh. like yesterday, I think it was. Mm-hmm. The first four seasons are on uh, on Amazon. Oh, man, I love that show. I gotta watch it. It's Yeah, that, I highly recommend it. Is that it for it? Is it no, see, done? Or? That, that's the good thing. Uh, season five, is, they, they finished filming season five in like February, so it didn't get caught up in all this, uh, like getting pushed back with the pandemic and all that. So they finished oh, it, nice. but, but they still don't have excuse me, a, uh, a release date for it, which I, which seems odd, but I would think we'd get it by the end of the year or early next year at the latest. And then they've also uh, already renewed it for season six. Wow. And they've been, this, it's based off a series of books, and I believe there was seven novels. And they've kept pretty true to, to the books, and each season has been one book. Uh, so I think we'll, I assume we'll, We'll get all of it because if they've mm-hmm. already approved season six, like you're gonna finish it, right? I mean, yeah, it's Amazon. yeah, yeah. They got money, mm-hmm. so that's they've got some money to spare. And I obviously haven't read the books, but uh, I ha- I have been reading up about it a little bit, and it seems like book five is one of the more critically acclaimed. So I'm very excited. Oh, for that. yeah, dude, awesome! Yeah, I gotta watch this show. That's definitely on my on my short, short, short to do to watch list. It's funny because it debuted on the sci-fi channel. So basic cable. Mm-hmm. And I think after season two or three, it got canceled and then Amazon picked it up and you could tell the difference. Cause they let the, their fuck flag fly after that. Like there's so much more cursing. And I, I like, I mean, that type of language doesn't make a show better necessarily, but right. But there were times when it's like, okay, that's where someone would drop an F-bomb or say something much more crass because, you know, they're about to get shot into space or, like, killed or something. And it just doesn't ring as true when you have to censor it. Mm-hmm. So I enjoyed that. But, yeah, oh, man. Yeah, watch the first... I, I recommend anyone who hasn't seen it, watch the first two episodes at least because it's one of those that there's a bunch of people introduced right away and you don't really know who you're supposed to care about. And that can, mm-hmm. you know, that can kind of be overwhelming at first. It's just like, I don't, there's so much, who do I need to remember? Who do I need to pay attention to? But they sort that out pretty quick. It, I was, I was in by, by episode two. I was like, okay, okay. This, nice. is, this is for me. I've heard, I've heard from a couple people I know who watch it. Um, that say it's game. They compare it to like Game of Thrones. They're like it's right. Game of Thrones in space. Right. Do you agree with that? I I've heard that too, and I would now, but I didn't get that feeling until like the end of season one. Oh, gotcha. Uh huh. I think the reason they compare it to that, like, it's based like in I put it in quotes reality because it's like three hundred years in the future. So there's obviously future technology and stuff and space travel, mm-hmm. but. But there's no, like, magic or, like, it's not like Star Wars where they have, like, shields and they can just do whatever. Like, if they fly too fast, like, it's too many Gs and they'll die. Like, they keep it in the realm of reality. Okay, I like that. Yeah, Yeah, I like it, too. Like, all their weapons are, like, just regular guns or, like, missiles. Like, they don't, they don't do anything weird. It's not, like, a bunch of laser. Which, there's nothing wrong with that. But I like that they, they 
they built this world and they keep to the rules and it feels feels realistic and this i mean especially for a tv show uh i think the the battles are really cool Uh, i've really enjoyed that but but yeah after i I didn't see the the connection until about the end of season one because i think the connection is more in like the the there's a bunch of factions so there's like political intrigue there's like betrayals and backstabbing and like who's who's really on whose side and who's lying who's telling the truth kind of stuff mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. i think works really well so nice. I've very, i definitely got to watch that yeah i highly recommend it and i need to hear what you think when you watch it because i want to so, talk about it and i don't hardly know anyone who's seen it and i can't talk about <laughs> it it drives me crazy yeah. that's what i want to do <laughs> Nice, nice. I definitely got to watch it. I also watched, I finally watched the Flashpoint animated movie. Ooh, good, right? Yeah, very good. I knew the story and everything. I'd read bits and pieces of the comics, and I, I knew what happened, but it was very cool. I love that story. Such a great, but also just very dark. Yeah. Very dark story. I know? like that, though. Like I love Yeah, me too. Books, but I get bored with just, like, the regular issues that are just in between big things that happen like i like when i like a good what if story or i like a alternate universe where like mm-hmm. characters not how they normally are like some one of my favorite ones is secret empire the marvel one where captain america is like a secret hydra agent and like basically nazi cap and i, I think I, I, that was a divisive uh run but i i love that just because i everyone yeah. knows who captain america is so to see him like still have a lot of the traits, like the conviction and everything, but his conviction is for basically a, a fascist regime regime that rules the world instead of his like liberty and justice and freedom. Yeah. And it, was, it was really cool. I thought it was great. And I like stuff like that. And you, of course, that's Flashpoint. I mean, you have you have uh, Atlantis and Thermostera fighting one another, like a huge war and like, Superman's not Superman really. And it's... I, Oh, and my favorite part is Thomas Wayne is Batman because yes. Bruce killed, not him. And then, and then his mom becomes the Joker. So cool! I, I love stuff Such like that. Great, yeah. I've been I've been watching videos on uh, uh, the whole Injustice run. I don't know if you're familiar with that comic run. Um, I'm not. It's like the Joker like tricks Superman into accidentally killing. Lois Lane, like he does the fear toxin and he thinks it's doomsday. So he grabs her and like into space and kills her. And he had just found out she was pregnant. So he like snaps. Oh no. And then he he kills the Joker and like starts like, he's like, we'll have peace. Like no matter what, like I'm going to force the world to have peace. And he just like rules like a tyrant and then factions split. And it's, it's pretty cool. I think I'm on like, Mm year three it's starting to get a little weird but the first three years were good i recommend that if you like a alternate reality kind of thing i definitely got it i'm gonna write that down injustice and secret empire nice yeah i'm a big fan of stuff like that i also started uh the there's a dr doom run going right now he's probably my favorite villain in marvel i love dr doom oh okay but I read the first volume of his run, so I'm through like five issues. I think we're they're on seven, so it's pretty good so far. And then, oh, I also started uh, 
the juggernaut has his own series right now. It's only one <laughs> one uh, issue in, but he's like reformed. He's like kind of like a good guy now. Huh? Yeah. So I and like I said before, I like flipping the script kind of thing and ha- seeing characters uh, as themselves, but you know, on another side or you know, something's different. Oh so that, wow! I yeah. enjoyed the first the first issue. Uh, I'll definitely keep checking that out because it was intriguing. I always liked the Juggernaut, but but yeah, so we'll see where the, where they go with it. Then uh, let's see what else. What's new? There is a Wandavision trailer that was released. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, I thought it was really cool. It's really weird and odd, but it's I like so that they're weird. trying. Them. I love when someone tries something. You know, whether it's good or not, I'd rather a big swing and a miss than just like, eh. Like super straightforward stuff. Yeah, I love how they're kind of just going, yeah, like you said, just out of left field with it. I'm I'm just curious to see how it'll turn out with like all the all the new Marvel programming because it's right. going to be on all. Of- well, I mean, well, I think uh, they're doing a lot of the stuff. Like if you're familiar with that. if you're familiar with her character from the comics, like she basically goes insane at some point, and I think that's what they're leading up to. I think that's the whole premise of this is she's kind of like lost her mind, and in in the comics she ends up like removing all like ninety nine percent of the mutants from the world so there's only like a handful of them left she has the famous like no more mutants thing so i don't i wonder if they're gonna they do this sometimes they they play with things from the comics where they'll do the opposite or go a different direction but it's like the same thing like with the uh, mm-hmm. like captain marvel they made the scrolls the good guys and usually they're like the bad guys oh yeah yeah, yeah. so i'm wondering if they're not going to do like a like a more mutants thing where she like uh, she's the key to like bringing in all the x-men and stuff because she unlocks the x gene and everybody and because of her powers and so, so it should be interesting yeah i'm in I'm, I'm i'm i'll give it a shot any marvel tv show i'll give it a shot yeah i was really looking forward to the falcon and winter soldier and that's pushed back because i i think there's some sort of connection with black widow so oh gotcha that's what it's because that was supposed to be the first uh disney plus show but now it's going to be the wandavision one so i think it has mm. some that's what the speculation is it has something to do with that but i was really and that seems like it's going to be more of like the straightforward like you know because they don't they're like super soldiers but they're not really they don't have like powers like bucky and bucky's like a super soldier with an arm a metal arm and falcon just flies around <laughs> And now he has flies, and, and yeah, now he has now he's Captain America. Yeah, but that should hopefully that sets up. It looks like they're gonna set up like the Thunderbolts and stuff, which should be cool. Which is kind of like a like a evil Avengers team. Whoa! Yeah, so I'm looking I forward. I don't know to that. about that. Yeah, it's like uh, it's run by Norman Osborn in the comics, but uh, they obviously haven't introduced him and probably won't because of the whole Sony thing. Because he's a Spider-Man character, but I mean, you could just use oh, yeah. General Thunderbolt Ross, who's in this already, and that makes sense. His name's Thunderbolt, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, William Hurt. Yeah, and hopefully they—he's Red Hulk in the comics too. So hopefully, eventually, we get to that where he becomes Red Hulk. That'll be cool. Whoa. Yeah. So many options. So yeah. many options. Yeah. Yep. Because we'll have him, and you still have the Abomination still alive he didn't die at the end of the hulk movie you have zemo 
he's still alive. Like you have a number of people that can can fill out that team. So. Mm-hmm. But uh. Totally. Let's see what else. Oh, there there was some casting news. They uh, they cast Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel, Ms. Marvel. Oh yeah, yeah! I can't yeah, recall I her name. That. Amon something. She's like a complete unknown. She doesn't have like any credits. I love so, that. Yeah, I love. That. I mean, I've only seen pictures, but she looks she looks the part. And I mean, I trust them to cast someone that is going to do well. So that's mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to that. That'll be cool. I I hate the Inhumans, but I I'm okay with Miss Marvel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know she's technically an Inhuman, but I can overlook that. Because it's a different, mm-hmm. it's a different perspective, a different like voice, and I think that's cool. Right. Uh-huh. Her powers are kind of cool too. She's like a little bit Mister Fantastic, like, like stretchy and like can change the shape of stuff, like big fists and kicks and yeah. So that should be interesting. And they nice. also, yeah. they also cast She Hulk, which I don't think we've talked. Oh, about. Yeah. Tatiana um, Maslany, who is awesome. Yeah, she's um, what is it? Orphan, Orphan, Orphan Black. Black. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. She's great. I, I love her as an actor, so I'm yeah, really looking forward to that as well. She's also in um, uh, that Perry Mason show on HBO, which I haven't seen. Oh, yeah, with uh, the guy from The Americans. Matthew Jonathan Reese. Reese. Matthew it's, Reese. You're right, yeah. not Jonathan Reese. Which she's awesome in that, that show. Him and uh, Carrie Russell. I love Carrie oh, Russell. Oh, yeah. She's, she's an all-time favorite of mine. Oh, man. And she's so good in that. Yeah, I've uh, Haley and I still have to finish the last season of Americans. We keep oh, putting good. it off for some reason, but it's I do it's, that all the time with like I don't want something to end, so I just like won't watch the finale or I won't watch like the last few. Mm-hmm. So I've never I've never been satisfied with a finale, and I think it's well most finales stink, but I think it's also just because something I love is ending, and I don't want it to end. So there's no way I'm going to be happy. But yeah, I think they I'm did a good to, job yeah. on their ending. Oh, good, good. Yeah, I thought they nailed good. it. It made it felt satisfying. Oh. All right, what I, else? I oh. About that, hopefully someday. Yeah, you should. I recommend it. Uh, oh, also, uh, the Harley Quinn animated series is getting a third season on uh, HBO Max. Nice. Which I was hoping for because that show rules. I know I've talked about it on like half of these shows we've done because i'm just obsessed with it and there's also <laughs> there's also some murmurs about a potential movie that they might be doing too uh, an animated harley quinn movie yeah but I, I mean i think it'll be released on hbo max too but oh gotcha yeah i i love that show so i was very excited to hear that nice I, and everyone I watched be the watching. first couple yeah i loved it it just gets better and better that Kaylee Cuoco is, she's great, Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. She's Wasn't, so good. She, I, I really like how she doesn't just do, like, the generic accent and, like, she does nods to it, but she makes it her own, and I, I really like that. I love when an actor can do that, can take on a really kind of iconic or, yeah. you know, role, but but then spin it and make it their own. Yeah, and, I mean, she's not doing anything, like, crazy with it. It's just mm-hmm. it's just so enthusiastic and like into it that you're just like, oh yeah, I wanna I wanna hang out with these people. Yeah, it works. Yeah. Which I think is like really the core of who that character is. It's not the accent, it's not 
all that. It's just like she has fun just doing messed up stuff. Like she has a good time. <laughs> like she's crazy. She just like goes through it with a smile on her face and cracking jokes and just full of joy and wonder. Like mm-hmm. a psychopathic little kid. <laughs> totally. Well, I think that's all I've really watched and as far as is uh any news I can think of. How about you? Any, you got anything else? Um, I mean, I don't know if we talked about it, but there's uh, rumors that it, Tom Hardy is likely to be the next Bond. Did we talk I about that? I did see that. No, we haven't. Yeah. I saw that. Was that confirmed? I, I saw it like floating around. Yeah, I don't think it's been confirmed yet, but they're saying it's all but confirmed. Right. How do you feel about that? You know... I think Tom Hardy is a fantastic actor, and I think he'll do a great job. I mean, I, I'm interested to see what he brings to it. Um, mm-hmm. He he has a little bit more of kind of where well, I feel like James Bond, like Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig personally is my favorite Bond oh, he because great. I think he has I think he has this kind of great, um, great like juxtaposition of like class and like regalness compared yeah. to like he's a soldier. You know, right. He's he like a, this he's like a grunt, like brawler. But then you stick him in a tuxedo and like, like ten thousand dollars shoes, and like he looks all nice. But I, you get, I, I, I agree with that. That, uh, for lack of a better word, juxtaposition the, he, of like, he's. He, it feels like he feels like the way he plays it too. It's like he's almost a little uncomfortable in his skin when he's all in the nice stuff like he's confident right. but there's like an air of like this isn't i shouldn't be here almost right. at least that's what i get uh-huh. out of it and i love that yeah definitely he's just like yeah, i'm just I'll like be... a gutter rat <laughs> like i shouldn't like an orphan like sewer dweller like soldier i shouldn't be like wearing twenty thousand dollar omega watches and like going to all these parties and doing all these things dope ass suits drinking martinis and playing yeah. poker and yeah, yeah. It'll be, I did. Uh, I did love him. His Bond. Uh, I'm, and I do love Tom Hardy. Like, I don't know what to think about the casting. Cause I, I love Tom Hardy and almost everything he does. He's fantastic, and I'm sure he'll do a great job. I think I was just on that Idris Elba train, and I love Idris, so I think it's hard for me to give up on that dream. I know it's not happening, obviously, but I would have loved to see. Yeah. I think he would have yeah, been so I'm the same way. I would have loved to seen Idris Elba, but my my thing is from a business point of view, it might be kind of hard for Idris Elba because you think about Daniel Craig. He's mm-hmm. 50, 50 now, and he started Bond, I think, when he was like 36 or 37. Mm-hmm. They want to get at least three movies out of him. Right. And, you know, I don't know. It's just... Well, how I, old is how old's Tom Hardy? Tom Hardy's, I think, forty. Yeah, because he's no spring chicken either. He's no spring chicken either. Yeah, that makes that makes sense. Yeah, I would have. I think Idris Elba. God, I'm a huge fan of his. Ever since The Wire, yeah, I, think I know. I, I'm just he's such so a huge great. Fan of his. He's just. He, I mean, I even liked him in like Pacific Rim. Like, I'll watch him do anything. Yeah, or Hobbs and Shaw. I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I bought him as a super soldier. He's in the. Uh, the new James Gunn Suicide Squad too, is like yes. Deathstroke. I think is the name of it. The character. Yeah, he's kind of like 
you know, he basically kind of took over. Yeah, he's Will the Smith dead shot with... replacement for of Will Smith. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh, I can't wait for that movie. That's going to be so fun. Yeah, I, I, and then they're doing the. Oh, that's the other thing they announced. Uh, James Gunn is doing uh, like a spinoff show for HBO Max on uh, Peacemaker, who is John Cena's character, who is just like a douchey psychopathic Captain America. Who, oh yeah, I heard about he's that. He's just like peace at no at all costs. Like he doesn't care how many people he has to kill to get to get peace. Like he's just a crazy person. <laughs> it sounds awesome. Especially if Gunn's involved, because I'll I'll watch anything James Gunn does, even like the he's, horror movies he does, and I don't even like that kind of stuff, but I'll still watch it. He's awesome. He's incredible. He's so good. But yeah, okay, I guess that's. I as far as Bond goes, though, one last thing. Like I love Tom Hardy, but if it wasn't going to be like Idris Elba, I, I guess I wanted someone like younger, or maybe that I didn't know that much about. I I agree. I agree. Because I feel like we've seen all this, but like maybe a, we haven't really seen like a a young, like because Daniel Craig's was supposed to be like, just starting out, like kind of like year one Bond, you know, like his first yeah, into it all. But he wasn't young, and like if you if you had a younger, I don't know. I, I think there's a lot there that could be interesting, possibly. But mm-hmm. Hardy Hardy will do a great job. I'm, I mean, I'm not yeah. worried about that. Anything he does mm-hmm. is, is great. I mean, I he made Venom watchable, and that movie stinks. Oh, what a poo-poo butt stink. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's another thing. That's another little thing that dropped. Uh, what's his name? Jamie Foxx is apparently reprising his role as Elektra for I the Spider-Man that. 3. <laughs> Why? Uh, I, I don't know. That movie was terrible. I mean, not... He's fantastic. Like, he's one of those yeah. all watch anything he does because he's just yeah, a ball of talent and he's great but yeah that movie stunk like it makes it, me wonder yeah. like, are they are they really leaning into this like multiverse thing like and which is great but like is he gonna be the character from that is he just gonna be playing the same one and then like a whole different version it'll be interesting i don't know i'm yeah i read that too and i went huh why but you know the best thing about his character in that movie was when he got his electricity powers, it fixed the gap in his teeth for some reason. <laughs> did you did you notice that? Sorry, say that again. You broke yeah, it I think you cut out. Bit. I was saying the the best thing about his character in that that other Spider Man movie was when he got his electricity powers, it fixed the gap in his teeth. Like they did a close up to make sure you saw it, where it's like it went. They went together. <laughs> Just so silly. That delights me. It's like what a choice. And I mean, I think Andrew Garfield did like a decent job as Spider Man. He you did. Know, he was in it, and and but man, Tom Holland, he is God, like he's the best. He's the best, best Spider Man for yeah, sure. Yeah. A lot part of that, a big reason for that is he started when he was actually a kid, which mm-hmm. like in, in the comics, Spider Man starts being Spider Man at 15. And like, yeah, Tom Holland was like yeah. 18, but he looked like he could play 15. He looked very, very young when he was, yeah, 18. looks relatively young, but 
like, I, I did like, I mean, I think Andrew Garfield's a great actor. And I, I just, they didn't do him any favors. He's almost too attractive to be Peter Parker. Too cool. Too cool. Yeah, he's too That's cool and too good looking. It's like, I don't believe that he's a nerd and no one likes him. Like, look at him. He's, yeah. he's, he's a gorgeous man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the yeah. best part of those movies were, was uh, chemistry with uh, Emma. Mm-hmm. Emma Stone. Like, they were great together. Anytime they shared the screen together, it was delightful. Like they were yeah. even, the dialogue wasn't even good. or It was like, it should have been cheesy and corny and stupid, but they made it work because they're, they're both tremendous actors. So that probably helps mm. still. And they just had great chemistry too. Right. I think they were like dating or something at the time. They were, I think. They dated for a while, I think, for Which is at least a couple of years. Actually, that's kind of funny because... Kirsten Dunst and Tobey Maguire were together during uh, the other Spider-Mans, and I didn't think they had any chemistry. <laughs> huh. I didn't know it, that. Uh, it's weird how that works. Huh. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but yeah, we've, we've, we've rambled on long enough. I mean, I could do this forever, but... Uh, but now, unless you have anything else to add? Nah, I'm good. Alright. Then let's get into our feature presentation. And now, our feature presentation. Tango and Cash, directed by Andre Conga something ski that I can't pronounce. It's like 30 letters long. It <laughs> hasn't done like anything else. Mm-hmm. I think he may have been replaced during the middle of this because there was a second director on there that was like uncredited. That I actually had tri- trivia for yeah, you. I, I was yeah. hoping you. Mm-hmm. So this, this movie, 30% from the critics on Rotten Tomatoes, 52% from the audience. Oh, there you go. That sounds about right. That's about right. From 1989. Starring Sylvester Stallone as Tango, Kurt Russell mm-hmm. as Cash, Terry Hatcher, a very young Terry Hatcher as Catherine or Kiki, and Jack Palance as Yes. I don't know how to pronounce his first name. It's Y V E S Perrette. Eves Eves, I think is how you say yeah. that name. Eve, but no they idea. just call him Perrette. Yeah, I don't think they say it once in the movie. So Mm-hmm. Okay. This movie knew what it was, right? A hundred percent. Because I I was pretty sure, but not a hundred percent. Because it didn't it leaned into it, but not so much that it was super obvious to me that it was like. Right. And what I, what I mean by that, because no one's in my head and has no idea what I'm talking about. What I mean by that is it's like a parody of action movies. It, it kind of is, yeah. Right? I mean, it knew that's what it was doing, I think. But it just didn't so. lean in. And first off, I love this movie. I thought it was fantastic. But mm. I didn't think it leaned into that. Because I wasn't quite sure if they thought, like, oh, this is, like, super cool badass. Or it's like, ah, oh, we're poking fun a little bit, like, at this genre. Because there's a few lines. One of them happens at the beginning that I'll point to once we get to it. But let's let's just get into it. It... 
It opens with a bespectacled tango in this sweet 80s convertible. And he's in pursuit of this, like, tanker truck. Mm-hmm. He, he immediately establishes himself as a badass by uh, denying backup on the radio. He's like, nah, I can handle this. You're out this. of ju- your jurisdiction, Tango. Oh, I love a good... I love a good jurisdiction trope. And we have that in spades here. Tango don't so, listen to nobody. Those glasses, too. Oh, my God. Mm. <laughs> so, t- Tango, after saying, nah, no backup, he, he drives his sweet-ass 80s convertible around the tanker truck, drives, like, way in front of him, cuts to, to cut, cut the guy off. We don't really know why he's chasing them. They're just bad guys, I guess. He mm-hmm. cuts them off. And he gets out of his car and stands in the middle of the road as, as this tanker truck's coming towards him. And he changes the bullets in his gun for some reason. And he's got... Yeah. You, he, this is like an 18-wheeler, like, giant, like, multi-ton vehicle driving at full speed at him. And he just pulls out, like, a tiny little 380 snub revolver. Like... <laughs> and he's cool as a cucumber very slowly takes aim shoots very slowly three shots about five seconds in between each as this truck is just barreling down on him yeah into the windshield of right tanker truck right and i i noticed uh on his last shot on his third shot they do like a a long close-up of 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 the gun i don't know if you noticed this but the trigger is already pulled like it's all the way back like when you pull the trigger, you know it goes up against the rest, the back of the gun. Oh, before he fires yeah, that gun, yeah. it, it was all the way back. Like there was no pull there. So that was I weird. Didn't even notice that. Yeah, that <laughs> intro nuts. So it's like, why did you? Like I get it. If it's a quick scene, whatever. But they like focused right on it. And it's like he can't mm-hmm. actually pull the trigger. Like this is little movie goof for you. Yeah, I mean th- that doesn't matter. It's just yeah. I had I had because mm-hmm. it, it was in my brain so <laughs> then he somehow fires that last shot <laughs> the bad guys freak out and they're like we gotta stop they slam on the brakes there's chaos in the cab there's two of them in the cab and it the <laughs> this is how i knew i was in for something the the car the truck stops like it comes to basically a complete stop and then both of them fly through the windshield. <laughs> the guy it's like with the dead biggest stop. jaw ever. Yeah. It's so great. <laughs> it's just so the timing of this absurd. Just comically fly through the windshield. Land right Glad at his feet. Yeah. Glad you guys could drop in. Glad you guys could drop in. And then he had some handcuffs and he goes, You like jewelry? <laughs> one-liners <laughs> fuck you i prefer yeah. blondes <laughs> <laughs> so then he's he saved the day he stopped these these criminals i guess we don't know mm. what what they did yet so he he gets his the the cavalry shows up his backup he denied finally shows up and uh he gets an argument with like his chief and then another argument with the local cops, because, again, he's out of his jurisdiction. Mm. And the local cops, like, 
very aggro, like very in his face, super upset about his intrusion, which is always weird. It's just like, I'd be happy if someone just did my dangerous job for me. I'd be like, sweet, man. I didn't have to, I didn't have to go on a car chase. Yeah. You die. Like, thanks, bud. Appreciate it. But this is when you are, this is, yeah. who? Yeah. That's the line after that is why I was like, oh, they, they have to know what they're doing. Because the other guy goes, he thinks he's Rambo. Did you notice that? Yeah, he goes, he thinks he's Rambo. And then Stallone goes, Rambo is a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> and then he shoots the gas truck. Hold on, hold on. Before oh, yeah, that, you you. I, have, yeah. I have something to unpack here. Mm-hmm. Because obviously Stallone played Rambo in all yeah. five of these. Mm-hmm. So in this universe, Rambo exists as a movie apparently because that's yeah. not like that's not like it's nothing other than the movie it's not like just what you call someone who's like doing ridiculous action movie things like he was that's not mm-hmm. it's just because of that movie so in this in the tango and cash verse rambo exists as a movie looks obviously exactly like sylvester sloan <laughs> <laughs> which never comes up yeah. But, okay, I I won't, I won't get stuck on that. I have more to say, but no one will care but me. So I'll move on. <laughs> so, so the the local police, they're like, oh, there's only gas in here, you know. There's only there's there's no contraband. There's nothing. <laughs> so Stallone, so Tango. He's right and just pulls his gun right in the face of this cop who's screaming at him and fires Mm -hmm. off around into the truck that supposedly only has gas because he knows the special compartment that apparently has a bunch of drugs in it and they just like pour out like sand. (laughs) (laughs) Like so much. And then he goes over and like puts his hand under it. Yeah. And he's like, anybody want to get high? The cop movie trope of like you always got to taste the drugs you know they do the one finger i don't know i how do you know what it tastes like how could i don't know yeah. whatever and then he like he like he like cups his hands and it's like it's like a waterfall in his hands he's just like anyone want to get high it's <laughs> like just like throwing around these drugs in front of all these cops oh that was weird <laughs> and then the bit we're introduced to the big bad of the movie, Jack Pounds, and he just like drives by in the crime scene in a limo. <laughs> it's like, Tango. If it's not Tango, it's Cash. Cash. Isn't that, like, isn't that like beyond suspicious? They're like, I didn't set the scene, but they're like out in like the desert, like boonies, nowhere. Yeah, they're out lane highway in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, and then just like a limo peruses by really slow it's not weird to anyone okay sure. <laughs> i guess he's a he's a real hands-on crime lord mm-hmm. but yeah it, he sets it up that these the tango and cash are just like a, a thorn in his side they're just ruining everything they're the two best cops and in this world cops are kind of like in a roadhouse where bouncers are like celebrities uh the celebrities here because it's like they're the two best cops. They're the best. Everyone knows who they are. They're, they're yeah, relatively it, famous. <laughs> I, the other guys, 
uh, vibes with uh, like The Rock and Samuel L. Jackson, you know, at the beginning, the two. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I I felt like that was based off of them. So it's just like we could just like joking around. We can do anything like causing damage, but like having a laugh. And then eventually, obviously, we know what happened to them. But I, I, I got a lot of, of that vibe from from these characters. And obviously, this came first. So maybe that was a bit of inspiration for that. I don't know. I'd be interested of to course. find out. <laughs> but then we meet, we meet Cash, Kurt Russell, in his cool guy Corvette. Walks into his, cool. Yeah, he's just, I mean, Kurt, Kurt Russell's just cool. He looks yeah. fantastic in this movie. He's just but hair flowing. Best just... Goddamn hair. Uh, God, it's best goddamn hair in the business. Uh, he's 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 a dreamboat, as always, just oozing cool. Mm-hmm. And he drives he's in he's in his car, he parks it, walks into his apartment, and is just immediately shot twice. <laughs> yeah, through a mirror. Like yeah. randomly enough. Yeah. I I, I just thought of this now, but I bet that's the scene. Yeah, because he's like in a closet mirror and he shoots through it, the the assassin that's there to shoot him. Um, I bet that's where uh, Last Action Hero got that one. Because, you know, he's he's Arnold's back <gasps> in his apartment. Oh, yeah! Through, and it's like, how'd you know there was a guy in there? There's always a guy in there. Because <laughs> I spent the fortune on mirrors. <laughs> <laughs> So he gets popped by this assassin twice, and he's just, like, totally fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> assassin jumps out the window. It's like a second-story building. Just jumps out. He's fine. He Cash jumps out after him. Also fine. <laughs> he chases him into, like, a, a car park. Like a, 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 and <laughs> he, he's in, like, this giant pickup truck. And we get another trope I love of, like, the homeless person with the shopping cart full of cans that goes out in front of the speeding car. <laughs> we get that right off the bat. Mm-hmm. And, and then Cash just finds this poor immigrant dude with broken English and just steals his car, immediately tears the doors off it. Just no, just doesn't care. There's no regard for this man's personal property. And then, yeah, the Russian guy's yelling at him, and yeah. he's like saying he's from like Perestroika or something. And, and yeah. Kurt Russell just goes, "Welcome to America." <laughs> he's this is like a quietly a very xenophobic movie. <laughs> like anyone who's yeah, there's yeah. some lines in it where I'm just like, "Oh, okay." And that, that was that was the today. first one. Yeah, that was mm. the first one. We'll get, we'll get to more, but he's he takes this poor poor guy's car and he's chasing down the assassin uh just banging into all sorts of other parked cars and we get our first gratuitous nudity there's just <laughs> like this is like these two heads pop up from like the back seat of a parked car as they they the chase goes by them and it's just like this beautiful topless woman and then this like nerdy dude in glasses just apparently getting it on in the in the garage the parking garage in the daytime too right in the just the middle of the day (laughs) very strange (laughs) that's that's the 80s baby yeah 80s la so after that baffling scene he, he eventually catches the guy 
he, he, he makes him crash and, you know, destroys this poor guy's car in the process and then, then mocks him. <laughs> mm. Oh, yeah, that's when he says, welcome to America. Yeah, yeah just completely mocks him. So he, he's, caught, he's caught the bad guy. Next, we, we go back to our guy, Tango, and he's in his police station office. And uh, we, we first meet Kiki, or Catherine, who uh, mm-hmm. played by Terry Hatcher. And they don't make this clear at first. I thought it was his daughter. Mm-hmm. We find out later it's his sister. That's that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't think we're meant to know at that point. Yeah, I think it's, I'm not it's, sure it's very why. ambiguous at that point. Yeah, yeah. it's clear he's not like with her because he's way older and like that would be like creepy and just their dynamic. It's like they're not like dating, but yeah, yeah. There's not any like yeah, like like romantic connection or exactly. or PDA or anything like that. Right. So she wants she wants to leave town. She's she gives a little of her backstory like something about dancing and but she wants to leave town and uh in the middle of their conversation uh he gets a tango gets a call from his stockbroker who says he has a margin call which i don't know if you know what that is but like i don't i mean it's typically something that like like i I worked in finance a long time and that's something like in prime brokerage where like our institutional clients like hedge funds would have a margin call it's when you don't have enough cash or securities in in your margin account because you have to have a certain amount and when you get below that then you have margin call and you have to do you have to move something in or issues arise but that's gotcha. like big fish stuff as far as i'm aware so we're we're meant to think he's, he's a pretty big deal i got like like uh bad boys will smith mike lowry vibes from him because he's like a rich guy who likes nice things but he still works as a cop yeah, he doesn't yeah. need to be a cop. Yeah, yeah he just loves real or whatever. Mm-hmm. So another one, I wonder if that's where they got that from. Maybe, like yeah. Similar here. tropes. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's, I guess that's how we're supposed to know he's he's uh, he's a rich dude. I mean, I guess he dresses nice. It's hard to tell. I guess they're going for he dresses nice, and but it's the 80s, so everything looks like shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> Maybe you could tell then, but I wasn't. I, I didn't know. Um, so then she she leaves. That's unresolved. Um, we get back to Cash, and he's torturing the assassin with a chair to you know find out who sent him in the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah, and okay, I had to look this up. Because he's like, oh, you, I don't speak Chinese. Do you speak, like, American or whatever? And so I was like, that guy doesn't look Chinese to me. Look it up. He's not Chinese. <laughs> his name in the movie is Chinese Gunman. That's, that's his name. Uh, at first I was like, oh, maybe he's just being, like, flippantly racist. But no, they named him Chinese Gunman. He's from Singapore. <laughs> Why call him that? Oh, jeez. Come on, people. I was like, come on, Hollywood. Look down, I'm like, that guy's not Chinese. (laughs) Yeah, no. I had to look it up to make sure. I was like, yep, I was right. But why? Mm -hmm. Weird choice. Odd, I thought. So he he tortures him a bit, like choking him with this chair. He gets a little bit of information out of him. And 
then we cut back to we're we're at Jack Pounce and all his his cronies and like their 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 headquarters, I guess. <laughs> their their crime boss headquarters. It's like TVs everywhere. It's like this real real big operation they got going on. Like eighties villain to the yeah, core. Exactly. And there he's lamenting about Tango and Cash and how, you know, they're just screwing everything up. They've cost him all this money here and there. And the, they they need to do something about him. His his cronies, they're like, uh, dude, just just kill him. Like, you know, like a normal person in that situation would do. It's like simple. It's like they're causing problems. Just you know, just shoot him. It's like no, no, yeah, no. Yeah, no. just kill him. No, no, no. We can't do that because you know reasons. <laughs> so, like, he, quick and easy. He, he gives he gives a reason. I mean, it's not a good one, but. He's like, if we kill them, we'll have like a war with the cops. So, so we have to, we have to go about this another way. They, we have to set them up. You know, we have to get him, like, frame them for, put them in jail, get them out of the picture. And he does this whole explanation while like really creepily holding some mice. <laughs> that yeah, why does why does he he's obsessed with like mice or rats? Yeah, or whatever. And I, then he has the giant like the maze. Like, maze yeah yeah i feel like something had to have been cut out of that scene because he's like keeps putting these mice up to his face and you keep thinking he's gonna be like make some correlation between these mice and a maze and his plan but there is none (laughs) like Like, at all just yeah just locking him up like yeah it's just framing him for a crime where's the maze Uh i guess they're both i i don't know very strange yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so after after this odd interaction we get uh tango and cash finally meet and i always thought that they were just like partners because i'd never seen this movie so i, I just assumed you know mm-hmm. their partners gonna be a buddy cop movie and it is but they didn't know each other they work for different precincts and they, they know of one another and i guess they have this weird mm-hmm. rivalry of you know, they each want to be the best cop in L.A. because that's a thing. I mean, do you know yeah. who the best cop in L.A. is right now? No, you don't. Uh, and no one ever has. No. It doesn't exist. That's not <laughs> no a one thing. ever does. No, it's yeah. not a thing. It, I mean, it is here. But so they're both I, they both the, they have their leads and they're chasing down the same bad guy, apparently. But hold up. It's a setup. They walk into this room. They find the guy and he's just like that they're chasing he's just like dead and there's money around and like drugs and guns and stuff and they're just like what the hell's going on and then the fbi bursts through the door and they're like you're all under arrest like we found this gun that's yours and it killed him so you obviously did this <laughs> and they just not listen to anything they say like just it's always so ridiculous it's like i know you need this to happen for the movie to go on but it's like if they are truly these like hero cops like you'd, you'd hear them out <laughs> yeah <laughs> you'd be like seems, just seems we're like here pretty... yeah like yeah, you were chasing yeah. the guy yeah, that makes sense. okay sure yeah but now seems like a pretty flimsy case to me yeah i mean we find out more about like that the guy who's the fbi guy he was on the take and uh, everyone, all the evidence against them, the people, other people were on the take. We'll get to that. So they're they're arrested for murder. They're obviously mm-hmm. framed. It's a pretty quick trial. 
they as as these people are like testifying against them one is like a they have some audio tape that's fabricated of them like planning and saying all these things that they didn't say that are incriminating and uh they have a you know the expert who's like yep that's them and while each person is on the stand they're just like tango and cash are just quietly threatening each one <laughs> when this is over we have to pay job of the hut a visit yeah i'll bring the chainsaw right and i'll bring the beer like casually what? talking about murdering these witnesses like that anyone could hear them <laughs> very strange so much shit talking between them too like before this that. and after this and like their dynamic the was so great like mm -hmm. it's silly and ridiculous but they clearly had like chemistry oh totally totally they were and they were having fun like they were just like fucking around with each other and i, I love that that's one of yeah, the highlights of the entire the entire film mm -hmm. but uh so they're they're basically screwed they realize it they know that they're set up and there's nothing they can do about it so they they end up taking a plea deal which is 18 months in a minimum security prison so they accept that. Oh, oh man! This, when when they oh. accept the deal and still talks to the court. Shit! Sorry, and, it just cut then, out. Uh, it's cutting out. Cash? Do you have anything to say? You know? Oh, oh can you hear me? me? Yeah, I let me go to the yeah, other no room where the router is. Yeah, I just so, want to make sure. Your thoughts. Yeah. So what are you saying? So seems a little better now. Okay, cool. So when um, Tango Stallone goes in front of the court, and he's like, okay, you know, and he speaks very eloquently, and he says, you know, I have this and this and this, and then they say, okay, Cash, what do you want to say? And he goes, well, Tango, he spoke very eloquently, and, you know, yeah. for me, it's, this whole thing fucking sucks. <laughs> and everyone's like, yeah. Yeah, you get the cheer from the crowd. That was good. I love that. It's just Kurt Russell just going off. I love yeah. it. He just he he really put a, hit his back into that one. I enjoyed that too. Mm -hmm. So then they take the plea deal, and they're supposed to go to this minimum security nothing, and somehow they're sent to what reminded me of Shawshank. It's just like yeah. Or like a Latvian prison. It's just like this. It's like almost like a castle, <laughs> just old timey, like stones everywhere. Just quite, quite, quite the quite the showing. They, they, and I don't know how they got there. I mean, it's ridiculous. But someone just bribed someone and sent them to the wrong prison. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they like took them off but, of. Like, uh, how does like that work? Car? The yeah, they let him off at the wrong one, and like, okay, I guess they're just here now. Yeah, and then we get our first like extended, real extended conversation between the two, and it's more gratuitous nudity. They do this in the showers, so we get Tango and Cash butts, just in the shower, just having yeah. a, a conversation with all like eighteen shower heads going for two guys. <laughs> A plus butts, by the way. Mm-hmm. So a yeah, plus. they have this long argument in the shower, and lots of making fun of one another's dongs. <laughs> a lot of tiny <laughs> dick jokes. 
He bends down. What are you doing? Yeah. Soap. Yeah, Don't we get a drop of soap joke. Pee-wee. Pee-wee. <laughs> a lot of their back and forth is just making fun of each other's dicks. Really. Yeah, so funny. I argue this whole movie is just an actual dick measuring contest. <laughs> so they get all cleaned up. And they're being taken to their cells. And while they're being walked to their cells, it's just like, this is just normal in the prison. But it, it looks like there's a prison riot going on. There's just, like, things burning in the hallways and, like, stuff falling from the, the upper levels. And, like, everyone seems totally fine with that. Like, guards. And it's just like, this is just a Tuesday. <laughs> there's is, there is so many things on fire. <laughs> and just, like, all these guys just yelling at them because they're, right. like, Basically, you know, these star cops have locked up a lot of those guys in this prison yeah. and they're just all like yelling them how they're going to like fuck them up. And yeah. one guy yells, I wrote one down, I'm going to put some brown sugar in your ass. Wow. <laughs> I mean, is that even a threat, really? I mean, I don't know. I don't want I that, don't but yeah. as far as threats go, I'd be like, all right, I guess. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, so we get the I put half these guys away trope, which I love. Mm-hmm. We get that in Watchmen and like a, a million other movies. Anytime a cop goes to prison, it's like, I put half these guys away. We get that from Cash. Always. That's always the trope. Yeah, yeah, love yeah. That. So they're split up. They're not cellmates. Uh, we meet Cash's cellmate. He's just like this giant dude who won't let him go to the bathroom. <laughs> That's his character arc. <laughs> and, like, that's mine. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he goes, all right, buddy. And then the guy stands up and he sees that he's gigantic. And he goes, that is yours. Yeah, he goes to like talk shit to him. Be like, I'm not going to get pushed around. And he's just a mountain of a man. <laughs> Caves immediately. That was, that was great. <laughs> and then we meet Tango's cellmate. And he's just the sweatiest man on the planet. Clint Howard, Ron Howard's brother. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> Just all bald and sweaty and weird. Creepy looking. Like slinkies, I guess. So after those introductions, uh, we get we get to nighttime. They're both trying to sleep in their respective cells. And they're attacked. Like, people come into their cells, get them, like, put them bags over their heads and take them away and throw them down a laundry chute for some reason. Mm-hmm. And when they land, they're in like this big, pretty open area, and there's just like a million guys there waiting for them. <laughs> it's like some really intricate stuff here. Like I know they're supposed to kill them, but why'd they have to send them there? There was like five guys, and they had them taken care of before they went down the laundry. Just, just shank them real quick. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and it and it gets even more intricate. <laughs> So we start to meet some of these guys, and they all have a history with, with Tango and Cash, of course. They're, they're in there because of them, as they mentioned mm-hmm. earlier. And eventually, a fight starts. They try to get away. Lots of punching, kicking, running around. And bad guys, they eventually subdue them because there's like 50 of them. <laughs> like, who's running this prison, by the way? It's a exactly. Bunch of, a bunch of convicts running amok. So lots of fighting in, in steam. There's a lot of steam, steamy place. And eventually overrun, tied up, and they hang them from the ceiling on these, like, 
pulleys. They're all like chained up over these things of water, like pits of water. And they put a electricity, electrical cable into one of the pits of water and then slowly dunk one at a time into them. Just like so brutal. Like that had to take forever to get them up there. <laughs> like that's not like a, a quick job. Oh no, not at all. Like that had to take them an hour to set up. But they did. Oh, they're, definitely. They're a bunch of theatrical villains, apparently. So they, they dunk <laughs> Cash in first. He gets super electrocuted. But then they pull him out and he's fine. He, he's not dead. And then they dunk Tango. Mm-hmm. Same thing. He's he's hurt, but yeah, fine. And before they can finish the job, the uh the guards come in, they finally show up. And save them. You know, they they rouse all the all the all the bads away, and so so they live fight another day, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, sure, sure. I mean, I wasn't ready to say goodbye to either one of them. So, however it had to happen, I'm on board. Yeah, they just get saved at like at the at the last possible minute. Right, and then. We find out Cash is friends with the assistant warden who uh, comes up to them and is like, hey, you guys, uh, you got to escape. They're going to they're gonna, they're gonna murder you. Like, you know shit. They've already tried multiple times. <laughs> they're bad at it, but eventually they'll get there. So he's like, yo, you got to escape. Uh, here's, here's how you do it. And, like shows them like a blueprint of the, the prison, tells them where to go. And Tango's like, nah, I don't trust this guy. He's not having any of it. For no real reason. Like, Cash used to be... He, this warden guy used to be, like, on the force with him. So he's like, he knows him. He knows he's a good guy. He has no reason yeah, to just yeah. help him. Like, why would it be a trap? Like, he could have just not come and rescued them. Like, why rescue them and then send them into a trap? Makes no sense. So why wouldn't you trust him? Tango doesn't, though. Yeah. Not having it. He, he He's like, no, nah, you... you I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out myself. You go. So... Cash is a little disappointed, a little confused, as he should be. Yeah, and like he, Tango isn't going? Like, that doesn't yeah, make... Yeah, he's like, we got this... Like, really I'm just good, stay. Yeah, he's like, you got this sweet-ass plan. We got help, we got... Like, what are you waiting for? This is just gonna kill yeah. you again. <laughs> nah. Not, not having it. So, Cash goes on his own. He's escaping. As he's close to his freedom, he finds his, his friend, the warden, the assistant warden guy, just big-time dead. Just like down this like hill cut. in front of them. Yeah. There's blood everywhere. And and then behind his dead roly poly friend are a bunch of guards and convicts <laughs> together. The jaw chasing, guy again. The yeah. The jaw guy's back. Just chasing after him. They're they're in cahoots. And you think you think it's curtains for cash. He's he's uh he's locked in this like little ventilation area with these fans that or go that they turned on so he can't get out and they're about to bust through the door and tango shows up at the last second jams a pipe in the in the fan lets them out so they they take off they they end up like climbing up this water tower and jump over to like some roof or like maybe like the at like the wall or something and they're almost they're almost away and they see like these power lines these big old power lines and they're like, okay, we gotta, we gotta jump onto those and like 
zip line down. That's that's our way. That's our way out of here. They have a fun mm-hmm. little conversation about how electricity works, which I really enjoy. <laughs> it's like, no, if you're not grounded, it, like Cash is like, yo, if, if you're not touching the ground, if you're just holding the wire and nothing else, it can't hurt you. And he's like, are you sure? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> he's like, is it? Yeah. I don't know. And they like, just, I have no like, idea. More shit. More shit talking. And I enjoyed back that. and forth. Stallone's just like, I have no idea. Like, you're the one, what are you asking me for? Like, I'm telling you, I don't know. (laughs) They had great, they had such great banter. Yeah. Their banter is awesome. I mean, I I wanted to write some of it down. None of it was like particularly memorable or like, oh, that was a great line or that was a good burn or really funny. It just, I just enjoyed it. Yeah. Cause it's funny. Just cause their chemistry was just fun. And they're just like, ah, just a couple of dudes busting balls. Exactly. <laughs> Enjoyed it. There was a mm-hmm. there was a joy to it that I really I really liked. So so Cash goes first. His plan. He, he jumps onto this 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 wire, zip lines down, and he makes it to safety. And uh, Tango's about to to follow him, and as he's running towards the wire to take his leap of faith, uh, one of the bad guys trips him up. He, he's caught up to him. The so guy they, with the biggest jaw known yeah, to man. Yeah, the big jaw on him. They have a bit of a punch-up. They fight for a bit. Ends in uh, Tango electrocuting him. Because the bad guys are susceptible to electricity, but not the good guys in this, in this universe. He, <laughs> he gets all electrocuted. He, he's big dead. Tango then takes his, his moment to jump on, zip lines down just like Cash. They meet up. They have a bit of a talk. And uh, decide to split up for some reason. I don't know why. What took you so long? You stopped for a coffee and a Danish? Yeah. I hate Danish. Yeah, I hate Danish. (laughs) Is that a shot in Denmark? What was that? I have a trivia little bit for that for you. Okay, good, because I'm a good bit Danish, and I was moderately offended by that. (laughs) So, so yeah, they decide to split up. I don't know why. Um, And... Separate ways, each goes separate ways. Uh, the the main bad guy, Mr. Pounds, whatever the hell his name was, Jack Pounds, mm-hmm. whatever his character's name was that we can't pronounce with a Y and a V at the same time. Uh, he finds out they escaped. And he's uh he's bothered by it a little. Like his 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 buddies are more bothered. He seems to still think he has things worked out. Like ah oh, no, they can't do anything. They'll be caught. Mm-hmm. No problem. He's he's not worried. Cool as a cucumber. Cash, we then get to Cash and his exploits where he's gone. He meets up with like this weird friend of his that's like basically turns out to be like his cue, like from James Bond. <laughs> yeah, which since when does the police department have R and D? Yeah, it was very it strange. Make any sense? Yeah, yeah it's like yeah. this weird warehouse where like they're testing all these strange guns and bombs and like blowing up like like uh, uh pinatas and like the, i don't know it's odd and he has this weird like magnifying glass on his face mm-hmm. and uh he gets a bunch of clothes and guns from him and just fucks off it's like thanks bud i'm out <laughs> <laughs> T- tango we find out on his exploits he, he's gone to uh the fbi agent who who arrested him in the first place he's gone to their his house and uh, cause he, he knows that's the guy, he must've had something to do with them getting set up. Right. Uh, um, so he, he threatens him a bit, all that. 
the guy cracks. He, he tells him who he was working for, gives him a bit of information. And then the FBI guy like tries to escape, runs to his garage, gets in the car. And as he gets in the car, it just blows up. So I guess Cabo, led to, yeah. yeah, I guess there's a car bomb and there's the bad guys are tying up loose ends, I suppose. So he's blown up. It's fine. Tango got his information. Next, on, on their journey, we see Cash confronting the, uh, the nerdy guy who, who testified that their voices were, were authentic on the faked, the faked recording that really put him, that really screwed him over. And he fucks around with this guy for a while. Eventually, you know, he gets the information out of him, too, because as, as we know, he, he's, he's one of the best, best cops in L.A. So he, he gets his info. And after, after acquiring this, I, my first, I didn't realize this was his daughter until later on. I know we've already said that. So, or his sister. I thought it was his daughter. So I just wrote uh, down, she yeah. goes to see Tango's daughter, or daughter's strip for some reason. <laughs> at the Cleopatra Club. Yeah, she uh, comes out and it's like, you think she's about to strip doing like a sexy dance. Somehow, like, sort of, like, locks eyes with him and, like, knows some, just, like, knows something's up or going on. She's very intuitive, that Kiki. <laughs> um, the cops show up, but uh, he, 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 after her dance and, like, she was playing a bunch of sexy drums, I guess, which is odd. <laughs> she noticed yeah, that. Yeah, that was, it was it's like, give me my like, sticks. Sticks. <laughs> And he's like, sorry, I got distracted. Sorry. Yeah. And he hands her drumsticks and she's like, yes, sexily playing these like yeah. giant, giant drums, which. But they weren't even like drums. They were like a bigger version of the drums from like that video game rock band. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was like these weird squares. Like they weren't even, I don't know. Yeah, no, yeah. I guess Terry Hatcher from the 80s and you'll watch her do anything, I guess was the rationale behind that. Pretty much. Pretty, pretty much. So the the cops show up. They're they're looking. I guess I don't know. They know how they know he was going to be one of them's going to be there. Whatever they do. Um, mm-hmm. So he makes his way into the into the dressing room with with Catherine Kiki, and uh, we get a little more gratuitous nudity. This one wasn't as gratuitous because they're in a changing room. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and they they she's on board with him right away like no real questions just like yeah let's do this we're we're mates now we're uh we're bonnie and clyde let's go uh they <laughs> he he escapes by dressing as a lady stripper kurt russell does <laughs> yeah and it's <laughs> there's some other random um moments yeah, he... there where it's like <laughs> Some not very nice things are said by the police officer hitting on him. Yeah, some perv cop like propositions him, <laughs> like tries to ask for a three way. All very strange. <laughs> and then and then Terry Hatcher is like, "Hey, bud, get your hands off my property." Yeah. Any any chance for a three way? And you're yeah. like, "Wait, what?" I did like how she called him his her property. That that was pretty progressive, <laughs> I guess. Definitely, yeah. Maybe not progressive, but at least like counter what you would normally think. Um, so they escape because uh, Kurt Russell's a foxy lady. I mean, mm-hmm. he's beautiful, and regardless of the clothing 
gender he's 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 wearing. He pulls it off. <laughs> he's got legs for days. Mm-hmm. Um, we we get they get back to uh, her apartment and she's she's given Cash a, a massage. And there's a very hysterical bit. Um, Tango shows up and like he can only see her on the couch on top of him. And they're saying a lot of things that could be considered things you would say while having sex. So he's led to believe that he's just watching his <laughs> sister get dick down in front of him. He's not happy about that. Like, their dialogue. I wish I would have written some of that down, but it's just like... It's like, oh, it won't go in. It won't go yeah. in because he's, like, massaging... She's massaging his, like, spine. Yeah. He had a disc that like, slipped yeah. out or something. So, yeah, she's, like, put it in or trying to put it in, this and that. But she's, like, moaning, too. Like, I get why he might be, but, like, what's going on with her? <laughs> Doesn't make a lot of sense. No, but, I I mean, they're going for a joke. I get it, get it. yeah. Fine, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, he walks in on that, but before he can say anything, he sees a, a figure, uh, out on behind them coming up to the, to her, to her like patio door, her screen door. Mm-hmm. So he, he jumps into action, jumps on, like go, jumps through the door, takes the guy out, realizes it's, a uh, it's his, it's like his captain or his chief or whatever that his police his captain. Yeah. Yeah. His police buddy. And I, I get, I don't know. He just knew to go there, whatever. doesn't matter. So, uh. They 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 realize it's you know it's a friend and they they formulate a plan about like what are we gonna do next how are we gonna how we get out of this and everything they formulate a plan they got their job to do they and then I'll leave and it it next picks up with a uh, cash in like a apartment building and he he picks a lock with a thirty out six bullet like this giant round like. <laughs> Yeah, I was wondering that. It's, it's like a two-inch it's, it's, round shell. It's just huge. Like, what is he using? What kind of gun? Why did he have that? Also, how does that pick a lock? Don't know. Yeah, because some, like, weird rod came out of the front of it. So if, if it was, like, a, I don't know, like a novelty item or something, it's, like, it's one very of those things. It's like a Pringles can, but it actually, like, hides right. your weed or something. I don't know. Yeah, it must not have been a real round because he, he just, like, unscrews the top. Cause, and that's not how bullets work. <laughs> It's just like easily unscrews it and then picks this lock. It's like, all right, whatever. Um, he's he's uh, immediately captured when he walks into the into that apartment, like right right away. You know, a guy with a gun to his head, and then just as fast as that happened, he's immediately rescued by Tango, who came in a different way with presumably his own bullet lock picking mechanism that we never see. So they have. Uh, the guy that they they take him into their custody and and tie him up and everything, take him to the roof. He's a he's an Aussie guy we saw earlier, or I think he's Aussie. I think accent. I think he was like English, but his accent was really bad. Yeah, he I had, like I, a Cockney accent that was yeah, like, horrible. I couldn't place the accent. I think they did say some somewhere in England or Britain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was an Australian accent, but regardless, doesn't matter. Uh, so they're trying to interrogate him and like intimidate him up on the roof. They like hang him over the edge, and he, he's he's not talking. It's he's he's a he's a rock. So so they decide to tie him up to this pole on the roof and uh, 
put a grenade in his mouth and tape the tape his tape it over it so it can't get out. And uh, they do this fun little they call it bad cop, worst cop <laughs> instead of good cop, bad cop, where uh, mm-hmm. where Tango just turns into a psychopath and Cash is just like, I'm not having any of this. I'm out of here, you you crazy motherfucker. Like uh, I, I'm not gonna be a part of this. And that that really that's what scares the guy not being held over uh, like a ten story building by your ankles. But yeah, he says a really funny production random... that they put on. Oh yeah, and then uh, Tango says something really funny. He goes, "If you don't want to get sticky, get yeah. back, Jack." Yeah. <laughs> what? What? Gross. Gross. <laughs> right. I. I feel like you may know this and you don't answer if you do, but yet, but I feel like a lot of these interactions between the two of them had to be like improvised. Actually, I haven't, I didn't read anything about that, but I, I, it would make sense if, if, if it was improvised for sure. Cause none of them were really all that good, but they felt Mm -hmm. like very fluid and like honest and like something someone might say. Like, like off the cuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like they they worked, but none. Like again, none of them were all that memorable, or because there's so many, and we've only touched on a couple because there just weren't. Mm-hmm. There were just nothing. They worked for for this, but they weren't. They're were just zeros. I mean, half the time they didn't even make sense. But so this uh this tips the scales in their favor, and the guy the guy breaks. He thinks he's really gonna do it, and uh, spills the beans. Tells them what they need to know. And turns out the grenade was just a dud. <laughs> he, <laughs> he puts it down. He pulls the pin and puts it down his pants and says something like, how's this for birth control? Which is a weird thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> and then so it like falls down his pants. So and the guy immediately is like, oh, it's a dud. It's like, you sure? <laughs> I have expected it to explode sure all that. Because he, he deduced that was a dud in like two seconds. So they think a fuse is a little longer, but whatever. Yeah. Uh-huh. They just leave him there. And uh, they go, the two of them now, <clears throat> together, go back to Cash's Q friend. <laughs> he gives them, it was like a Pontiac Aztec with a minigun strapped to it. Yeah, it looked. I was trying like the like, car from Breaking Bad, you know, like that yeah, shitty, yeah, weird, yeah. looked like a little bigger version Ugly of an looking car. It was horrible, and it was supposed to be like the coolest thing ever. It just looks bad. Gives no. <laughs> <Some> this <laughs> thing, <laughs> arms them up, and now they know where. Like he's the guy spilled the beans about where the the main where Jack Palance hideout is. So they they make their way there in their new little tank thing and uh get to the bad guys hideout <clears throat> talk a bit then just decide now nah, we're just gonna go in guns blazing just crash through mm-hmm. the game which they get air which was great because there was no ramp there they just like cr- they drive straight into the into the gate and right before they hit the gate it cuts to the other side of the gate and they're just like in the air breaking through the top <laughs> half of it <laughs> <laughs> what happened in that half a second all right, sure. They use they use their nos, dude. Yeah, right. Their nos, a lot Fast of torque, furious style, big time torque. Yeah, like like Vin Diesel's muscle car, like lifting off the 
the back wheels. <laughs> Must have been. <laughs> Makes sense. No plot hole there. So they, they crash through this gate. And uh, they're chased by a bunch of trucks that all have, like, they're all, like, souped up, too. They have, like, rocket launchers and machine guns on them. <laughs> like, just this, this convoy of trucks armed to the gills. So many things are exploding. It's, like, all over the place. Everything's just combustible in this hideout, in this compound. Uh, then a monster truck shows up. Like, <laughs> Gravedigger just chases them around for a while. Like, the- Yeah, Gravedigger! <laughs> they're just so, so random. So weird. And they're getting chased around, this and that. Things are blowing up. And uh, they offhandedly were like, we're about to run out of gas. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> I got good news tank on the way bad. here? <laughs> like, what are you doing? How far did you drive? Does that, thing, does that thing get the gas mileage of, you know, like a, a, a Cadillac Eldorado or something? Yeah, like, seriously. what's going on? This is ridiculous, but okay. And which it, actually, the gas thing doesn't even come into play. Like, they don't, the reason they get out of the truck is not because they ran out of gas, it's because two, like, giant, like, construction trailer vehicles, like, box them in, one on each side. And mm-hmm. they, like, get out a secret hatch in the roof and they each take one and they kill the guys now they're now they're driving the trucks they each got their own big rig construction vehicle big yellow thing and (laughs) yeah they uh drive those through this warehouse that's within the compound gates and uh it's full of like guns and drugs and all sorts of stuff and they get out there's some gunfighting you know bad guys henchmen they're they're shooting machine guns all over the place killing dudes this and that giant fight ensues. <laughs> yeah, a lot of fun. Get some good gun action, some ex- good explosions, good time. Yeah, but then we cut back to uh, like the main bad guy. He's still like really confident. He he also has taken Tango's sister hostage. So that's a new element to this game. They'll have to deal with. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he then initiates a self-destruct countdown like they're on the enterprise or something like apparently his compound in the desert full of warehouses just has a (laughs) (laughs) self-destruct i was wondering that too Um, sir why yeah why would that happen with just this giant like yeah warehouse like type compound yeah it's not like a base under the sea or like this giant tower of a building it's just like a bunch of shitty warehouses in the desert and shacks. <laughs> okay. All right, man. So they, they make their way inside the, the main complex and uh, Cash gets shot saving Tango after, after another gunfight. Like they shoot a guy and they think he's dead. No, nah, he ain't dead. But, but Cash saves the day. But he's, he's fine. No problem. It just went straight through him. <laughs> it doesn't affect him in any way after this. <laughs> it's a clean exit. Yeah. He's like, you're fine. Just a scratch. <laughs> then, I love this part. I don't know why. It really made me laugh. They find a note, and it just says boom on it with a drawing of an explosion. <laughs> who, drew, who drew that? <laughs> Jack Palance is an artist, too. Apparently, like, yeah. Man, it, I mean, it was pretty. It looked good. I liked it. But that takes yeah. some time. Weird, weird allocation of, of resources at that moment, but sure. Yeah. Um, and then uh, two guys come in. It's 
it's the the indeterminate accent dude and just some other goon and uh they 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 all fight uh, well first first uh they come in with with his sister as a hostage and get him to tango and cash both put their guns down you know and then mm-hmm. instead of you know just killing them because they're defenseless he throws the girl away, his sister away, throws his gun down, and, you know, they have to fight hand-to-hand because reasons. And they do. Exactly. They, they fight a bit. <laughs> um, and so <laughs> uh, Cash ends up blowing up the, the, <laughs> the guy with a uh, grenade to his dick. <laughs> he, he puts another one down his pants. This one's real. Kicks him down a flight of stairs. He blows up. Tango just kicks the other guy into a table. <laughs> that finishes him off, which I thought was pretty <laughs> anticlimactic after that. But, okay. Yeah, seriously. Fubar, big time. Yeah, his second mention of Fubar. Then, Jack Palance, the big bad. Now he's grabbed Tango's sister. And he's in, like... A house of mirrors or something? It's really weird. Yeah, it's it's very like. Did you ever see? Have you ever seen Enter, Enter the Dragon? Uh huh. Is that Bruce okay, Lee? Okay, so yeah, it's it's it was Bruce Lee's like last full movie that he completed, um, and it's like at the end of the movie, that's basically what Bruce Lee does. He fights the bad guy, the main bad guy, in like a hall of mirrors type thing. So I was like, <laughs> that's what I wrote. I was like, oh, little mirror bad guy, like Enter the Dragon. Nice. Also yeah, I mean, very strange. I love a good House of Mirrors fight, but why is that in his compound? Like, what to what end? <laughs> he has rat. He has rat. Rat yeah. uh, mazes and hall of mirrors. I know, need everything. I need more fleshing out of this character because he he seems extremely interesting and complex. I want to know all these answers. A prequel, a prequel movie, an origin yeah. story. Yes, an origin story. I would love that. So he's in this house of mirrors with her holding the gun to her head. And because they're both the best, they realize they like notice like his rings on the other hand or like some, I don't know, they explain it, but they realize like they have to shoot basically at her head to hit his head. They both realize it. No (laughs) words are spoken. They both like pull guns out of their boots and like fall down and shoot him right in the head. Both of them. <laughs> so they saved the day. I, I I love that little conversation after. It's like, oh yeah, I knew because uh, his ring was on the other end. I knew because of this. It's like <laughs> so stupid, but I, I don't know why. I really enjoyed. Yeah. Tried to explain it because I didn't even notice they shot the other. Like, didn't just. I just thought they shot him. Yeah, I thought I so too. I guess I wasn't paying that much of attention. Well, they don't make it clear. Yeah. I went back and looked. They don't make it clear. Like, if they didn't say that, you would not think that. So it was just mm-hmm. very. I love that they put that in. Don't know why. Just unnecessary, but great. <laughs> they they rescue his sister, and uh, all all run out of of this place right before the self destruct finally goes off, blows up. They're all safe. They uh, his his Cash is. We didn't mention this, but Cash has been wanting to date Tango's daughter. He's like he like asked her out on a date in front of him earlier, and and he was like uh like. I'll only ask, I'll only date her if uh, I have your permission. And then at the end, he's like, yeah, I'm going to take her out. It's like over my dead body. And then they all just like laugh. <laughs> and then it ends with the most 80s high five of all time. 
And I love oh. that we didn't I, we didn't mention this either, but they had multiple times when they're about to high five that gets like interrupted by like a bad guy or an explosion or someone shooting. So they never yeah, con- yeah, yeah, yeah. but it, this weird thing pays off at the end. They finally high five and it's all this great 80s music plays. It's just so good. And then that's the end. You read it over a newspaper being like, Tango and Cash are back. They rule. <laughs> that's that's, <laughs> that's cop back on the job. So good. The high five. Oh, my God. <laughs> and and like so you much. said, the most 80s yeah. music. Music. Oh, it's so great. And this was like 89. So they got they got their last like pound of flesh out of the 80s. And I respect oh, that. Oh, you, you bet your ass they did. Love it. <laughs> so, <laughs> that was Tango and Cash. That was Tango and Cash. I have some, uh, yeah. So those glasses that Stallone loved, that Stallone wore that you loved so much, those are his own glasses. Those are, those oh. are his personal spectacles. They look um, ridiculous on him, but I get that's what they're going for. He just looks yeah, like yeah. He just looks like a tax accountant or something like. <laughs> yeah, they're just like yeah, so they're so frameless, 80s. just circle like round frameless glasses. Just like look buying like that with that mountain of a man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't make a lot of sense, but yeah, those were his own Funny. glasses. That's on like Rambo or like Rocky. <laughs> That's all I could think of. Were these other <laughs> other. <laughs> Muscle bound head characters with wearing these glasses. Great. Ooh, Adrian. I can't see. Where's my glasses? This might sound weird because of what this movie was and how ridiculous it was. I thought he actually did a really good job acting. Yeah, no, he's this he's a good actor. Thing that it's, I think it's a thing that people forget is that Stallone, when when he has like the opportunity, he's mm-hmm. a really great actor. Yeah. Watch Copland. Copland, even Creed, Creed, yeah. he's great. And he's in. good. Yeah, yeah, he act. He just gets lost in like this action movie, like persona that this you know steroided out beefcake, muscle bound, like shoot him up guy. But yeah, he's got some chops. Yeah. Oh yeah, I give it to him. I give it to him. Um. Oh, the I hate Danish line yeah, was please. um was an inside joke from Stallone's divorce to Danish actress Brigitte Nielsen, which had just gone through like before the movie. <laughs> the uh the the significant other of Ivan Drago from Rocky Four. Exactly, and his love interest in Cobra. Cobra. That should be another oh, one. I can't. I, yeah, I can't wait to do Cobra. I should add Cobra to the list. Do um, yeah, we'll do that. Patrick Swayze was originally cast as Cash, but dropped out to star in Roadhouse. Because <laughs> <laughs> I always get Swayze and Kurt Russell, I'll often get them confused. Like mm-hmm. they they seem very similar to me. Yeah. Oh, totally. Um, I could see how that I like Swayze would have played a very similar kind of character. Yeah. To yeah, a lot, of, in this. a lot of times with uh, alternate casting, it's like, wow, that would have been such a different movie. But this, I, I think it would have been almost exactly the same. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Kurt Russell actually turned down the role of Riggs in uh, Lethal Weapon. So this character was kind of based on Riggs, kind of. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. 
Yeah, I thought that was a big one, too. Like, I couldn't have imagined. I mean, I think Kurt Russell would have done a great job because he's a great actor, but... but I could see him doing that role. But, man, Mel Gibson is just... He's just a psychopath, so it yeah. makes you believe it even more that he's got this death wish. Well, now I kind of wish it would have gone that way. I mean, not just because Mel Gibson's a terrible trash person, but and then I'd be able to enjoy that movie a little more if he wasn't in it. But... uh I would have liked to have seen Kurt Russell do that like unhinged crazy. I think he, I've never really seen him yeah. do that. I think he absolutely could and it'd be really cool. I think so too. I think so too. I think, I think Kurt Russell, I feel like he gets the credit, but I feel like he doesn't get like the, the credit that, that is cre- where credit is due. Yeah. If that makes any sense. I mean, he, he plays a lot of similar characters, you know, like nothing that's like mm-hmm. too taxing work wise. Right. But- I don't think it's because yeah. he can't do it. It's just, exactly. I don't know, maybe he just yeah. likes these and that's fun for him, so good on him. But And he's been working as an actor since he was five years old. So I that's think, crazy. you know, the joke's on everybody else. You know, he's yeah, like, I'm right? going to keep working. I'm going to keep working yeah. until I don't want to. I'll keep anymore. hammering these checks, having having the time of my life, being awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then the last bit of trivia is this production was beset with drama. Uh, really? Sw- Swayze dropped out as the main, as the cash. Mm-hmm. Uh, principal photography began without a completed script. Um, <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> Barry, Barry Sonnenfeld um, was fired as the DP, like it, during the shooting. And Barry Sonnenfeld, he directed the Men in Black movies. He was the Coen Brothers mm. DP on a lot oh, of their wow. early movies. And the director was actually fired like half to like three quarters of the way through uh, principal photography. <laughs> so that's that's like the drama part, like the script thing, I believe 100%. The drama yeah. part, like it doesn't show through because it seems like they're just having a blast, you know? Yeah. It seems yeah. Like they're having a great time, like no worries, no cares. Which really, which is why I think this movie works so well, is because of that. Just their dynamics, mm-hmm. just like ah, where's that? Yeah. And just a buddy cop movie, you know. Yeah. I love a buddy cop movie, or just like a buddy movie, you know, like two two yeah. people who initially start out, you know, they're completely different, that they hate each other, and then by the end of it, they're buddies. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, what was it the good good guys, the one with Gosling and uh. Nice guys. Nice guys. That's it. I knew that wasn't right. Yeah, oh, like, love that one. Their dynamic is awesome. Like it's, I, it's, it's obviously not the same thing, but you get vibes of that. It's just like the reason this works is because these two people clearly have something. Well, Shane Black is just so good at that too. You know, he wrote Lethal Weapon. He did Nice Guys, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, same thing. Um, another movie from he unfortunately uh, did iron man three <laughs> which was a bummer but what yeah. you gonna do he was also yeah. in predator the original yeah yeah I, this is way off topic but like i think i've read that the reason he got that role was because he was a writer and like they were hoping he could like help punch up the script but he like refused because mm-hmm. he's yeah. like no i'm just an, i want to be an actor too like but i refuse to like help out with the script which I thought was oh, interesting. God. Yeah, it makes sense. No, I respect that. It's like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Like, I want to explore this part of my, and... yeah, yeah. Um, well, is there anything else you want to add? I don't know. I mean, I, I, 
just want to reiterate this is just a fun movie it's like an hour and 45 minutes yeah. which when i first saw it i was like uh like i always just want i know that's not much longer but i like an hour and a half in my action hour movie. and a half is like the best yeah whenever i but, see more yeah, than I that agree. i'm like oh man this and part of that's just because it takes a while to watch these because we're jotting down notes pausing and everything but it goes down really easy yeah like, i agree like i was bummed a little bit because i just wanted to watch and enjoy it and not like have to pick it apart and like i just wanted to i was like oh i really would enjoy this just as a watch like if we weren't doing it for this yeah same here same here so i highly recommend this to anyone listening mm-hmm. but um, yeah that's, that's all i got yeah i mean uh check us out on uh instagram um action movie book club on instagram and then action movie bc on twitter that's right. Um, hit us up if you have any ideas, have any questions, movies you want us to check out. Yeah. Um, Always up yeah. for suggestions. We got a bunch, but I mean, we're fluid. We go like week to week before we decide. So anything anyone wants to hear, shoot it over. Next week, we'll be doing another Stallone epic <laughs> Demolition Man. Yes. And I'm very excited. I haven't seen this in years. I'm looking forward Me to neither. a little Sly Stallone and Sandy, Sandy Bullock. A little Wesley. And Snipes, Wesley. Simon, Fien- Simon Phoenix. Hell yeah. That's going to be fun. Nice. Awesome. Yeah, well, that's uh. That's all I got. Happy trails, huh?